welcome to another episode of the Duke Pod. It is Thanksgiving Monday. I hope everyone had a great weekend. And on this episode, I'm going to talk about a little bit about what I'm thankful for. I'm going to try to keep it brief. I have some fun as it is a Monday. It is a holiday. I had to come into the office. I had to meet some clients, get some work done. But it is almost four o'clock, so I just want to wrap up this podcast and head home, enjoy my family and the rest of the day, and look forward to a nice, fun week up ahead. It is still decent weather, so why not? All right, so let's get into this. Uh, First thing, uh, I basically told my wife I was going to go home, but I decided to start this podcast. I am in my nice, uh, beautiful new white sweater, Um, something I've never worn before. I saw it out of the closet, and I'm like, hmm, this will fit the pants I was planning to wear and the shirt I was going to wear underneath it, which is a red and white, like, checkered dress shirt. Uh, I did go on a couple appointments, so I thought I'd, you know, just dress uh, the occasion as it is like 15 outside, so a sweater is perfect. And uh, yeah, it looks great. So for those of you that might potentially watch this on YouTube, <laughs> you'll see what it looks like. And uh, yeah, it looks pretty good. Actually, I guess I should zoom in on my, uh, uh, you know, head down to my like upper torso so you can see the sweater. <laughs> It'll probably make make the whole video. Um, so yeah, so we've had a lovely weekend, uh, really nice to, uh, get both kids. So my daughter being almost two months, this is the first time she went to both different grandparents' homes, which were where the Thanksgivings were. It was great. We had food this week. I tried to go on a more stringent diet because one of the things I've been working on, uh, so yeah, I've been working my business. That's been good. I have a second child now. Everything's good. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's happy, but I gotta cut those 20 pounds out. It's time to be serious. So this is the first week. Of course, I choose Thanksgiving dinner week. Um, and uh, to go on a diet, and basically it means I don't eat any junk food. I don't eat sugar or don't consume sugar. And I try to exercise every day. Um, maybe not like unreasonable amount of exercise. Like instead of like, you know, before my daughter was born, there was a little time I'd wake up at like 6 in the morning work out, lift some weights for like 45 minutes, shower, and then get my, my son would wake up a little bit later, closer to 8. Um, now he's waking up earlier because he's got a big boy bed. He can just open the door and be like, hey, let's go, like 6.30 like the other day. <laughs> so it's unrealistic for me to work out before. However, um, basically once I take him to daycare or when I have 25 minutes, I'll go lift some weights, and then I'll try to do some cardio, whether it's biking or running or whatever, and while eating well. So, although I can't say it was perfect, it was much better than the week before. So, I didn't have a single drink, even on Thanksgiving. Try to give that up until Christmas, see if I can do it. Uh, I did run 10K. I worked out a bunch, I think four times last week, uh, where I was lifting weights. Uh, I did lots of some biking. I ran with my kids. I did lots of walks. So, feeling great, even on Thanksgiving. I uh, The only thing I allowed myself is I allowed myself to have a little bit of a pumpkin uh, pie, with ice cream, which of course, you know, it's like a cheat day, right? Even like when I was eating turkey um, and potatoes, I was eating a lot of vegetables first and then having a bunch of turkey and potatoes. I know that's a lot of calories, but that is food that you're allowed to consume, like if you went through a meal plan. So whatever, I'm feeling good and I'm very, very thankful. But for the first thing we're going to talk about is I'm going to revisit a story that I talked about in the second week or so, uh, sorry, second episode or third episode. It was about negotiating more. And the story goes like this. Uh, back in July, 
I met these clients. They were living in Georgetown. They wanted to upgrade their home. We found a home they really liked. The home was beautiful. And they really liked it. They said they're going to go for it. And it was competitive, really competitive. We were one of seven offers. For a house that's already, you know, almost a million dollars. So, yeah, it's competitive. One of the things I decided to do to suggest to them is to send a family photo with the offer. Now, at the end of the day, sometimes people in real estate and these like big transactions really forget the sentimental human components of these things. When I saw that the sellers are the original owners, so they've lived at the house for 20 years, chances are that, uh, especially because they live across the park and stuff like that, um, chances are that they had kids themselves and that their idea, their hope would be that another wholesome family moves in. Now, I just happen to have those clients. Um, you know, if I had clients without kids, maybe I would try a slightly different strategy, but I just happen to have clients with kids. We sent an offer with the family photo. And I don't know what your opinion is. Like, sometimes you can say that's kind of cheesy. Like, because um, the reality is if that my clients weren't able to come up with one of the best offers, including prices and conditions and such, then we wouldn't have a chance really, right? But what really happened is we had a very strong offer. It wasn't the best offer, but they basically nudged us in the right direction so we can improve it. We got the house. Everyone was super ecstatic. And guess what? On Friday, just before Thanksgiving weekend or the Friday of Thanksgiving, um, my clients got the keys to their new house. They walked in and what was above the fireplace mantle but it was a framed photo of the one we sent them in the offer that the sellers were so kind and really nice to put that together, frame it for us, leave it there. They left the note. Uh, I don't know what the note said, but they got to read it. And I mean, that's really nice guys. You know, like uh, it sucks when people just leave a whole bunch of garbage in their house, which had happened last week uh, for another uh, buyer. So the, uh, their, um, housewarming as soon as they opened the door was not as nice uh but you know what we try to prevent these things if we can in this situation i can't believe how far that particular photo went and really meant to the sellers like they're probably like man we're really happy with this family moving in they got two sweet little kids they'll love the park across the street they'll love the house four bedrooms it's perfect um yeah let's wish them well let's write something nice for them and uh, I hope uh, everyone passes that on. Pay it forward. When you have someone paying a lot of money for your home, try to be sympathetic. Try to treat them like they're the right people. Obviously, sometimes these transactions become business-related when it's about investments and stuff like that. But, man, am I happy to see that happen. Now, let's talk about what I'm thankful. Uh, this being you know, Monday of Thanksgiving, the last official day of the Thanksgiving weekend, um, I'm really thankful for a lot of things. So first and foremost, my beautiful daughter, Zoe Lily Hyduke, born on the 17th of August, just in time to experience her first Thanksgiving. And of course, my wife has a, a, a Halloween costume for her. I think she's going to be a little unicorn. Uh, my son and I are going to be Batman uh, for sure. We've already ran around the house on Friday with our Batman costumes on. So 
Yeah, we're gonna have a good time uh, in Halloween and future dates. So I'm really thankful for my family of four now. I'm pretty sure my wife said she's want to have more kids. And on that note, I'm actually really thankful on a number of things uh, from business reasons. Last year, uh, about a year and a half ago, so this is still in 2019, I had a partner, um, you know, him and I uh, would sometimes work together. It wasn't really something we did well, but we were partners in saying that, hey, we work together. We had one business card that was the same brand. And he decided that he wanted to join a team because he struggled to do business on his own uh, and he needed some more help. He needed more leads and such. So he, he joined the AJ, uh, sorry, he joined the Sam McDaddy team, which is very busy. And, uh, you know, I wish him the, all the best. It was his birthday a couple months ago. I gave him a call. He said he's doing great. Uh, but that kind of left me in, um, you know, well, by myself, right? To be honest, I don't think that changed much. But what I decided to do is I decided to ditch that old brand and go back to the brand I had before, which is Duke Real Real Estate, Duke Realty Homes. So uh, with a friend of mine, a separate friend of mine, who's just a, a little bit of a web developer and uh, dabbles in a bunch of stuff, but um, a lot of SEO, a lot of work like that, him and I built a website, Duke Realty Homes. Um, we made a Google business page and uh, I really developed that website. So I actually learned how to use WordPress in the last year and a half, two years on my own, where I could put blogs, I can put videos, pictures. A lot of these things are simple, but the point is, is that I'm really thankful that I took a lot of initiative in my business, right? I do really regret not doing Google, Google my business, uh, you know, Google business page not like five, six years ago, as soon as I left my, my old team, uh, maybe like six years ago. Because the reality is that I probably could have had like a hundred five-star reviews now. I probably would have sounded like a boss. Because when I looked up a lot of my competitors in, in the town I live in, uh, so I really like to do a lot of Milton, Oakville, Mississauga, but I live in Milton. And most of my competitors had only a few five-star reviews, like only a few reviews. Like, you know, some of them had like 10, 15. Maybe they just don't like to use it. One of them, I think they do a really good job, and I've done a few deals with these guys before. So basically, all the top people, they um, they've done business with me before. As you know, I have enough clients over the years that we dabble, we cross paths, and I think they have like 135 star reviews. I think they do an excellent job, and I probably could have been pretty close to that if I had started my uh, my business Google page five six years ago. Uh, instead. I have 16 five-star reviews right now, which, you know what, I'm totally thankful for that. Can you imagine getting 16 five-star reviews in a real estate company um, in basically a year? Because it started, I checked it the other day, it started in November of 2019, so last year. So it's not even been a year. It's been 11 months I've recruited 16 positive clients. The clients that didn't want to put five stars, I just didn't ask them to review me. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. We, we didn't have any of those issues. <laughs> we haven't had one of those for a long time. Um, so, yeah, I'm really happy uh, with that in mind. Uh, the other thing, kind of what I mentioned, is that I've also established a bit of a reputation working on my own these last five years. And that's not something you, like, think about all the time. But, for example, uh, I sold a house back in uh, August uh, you know, two months ago, it wasn't that long ago. Oh, summer, come back. <laughs> but I sold the house 
And the agent, um, this is something we used to do and it was recommended. Whenever you have, you're the buy, like you're the, you represent the buyers and you want to submit an offer, you want to look up the listing agent. Maybe um, you want to know what they're like. Maybe you want to call around, ask some people in the business, uh, you know, do you know this person? Have you ever dealt with them? Is he an honest person? You know, what kind of a real estate agent? I remember this agent and I negotiating. Uh, I think there was two offers in the house I was selling. And um, she got the house. I think she did a good job. Uh, her clients wanted it more, but uh, she was very professional. And after that, she, she, she told me that she asked around. And a lot of people uh, that she asked had some idea of who I was in the business. Or and then there was one person that knew me very well. And they said that I was very professional, honest, and good to work with. And that actually made me feel really uh, grateful and uh, really honored to to have a bit of a reputation in the business. Um, you know, for those of you guys that are just <laughs> looking for some crazy stories, I am buttering myself up here. But you know what? It's Thanksgiving, and I got to talk about what I'm thankful for. And man, I'm thankful for my reviews. I'm thankful for my um, new branding. I'm thankful for my reputation because that's that's pretty awesome, right? Like, think about it. If other agents get to know you, that means clients will probably eventually, more people in the marketplace will get to know you too. They're like, oh, look, I recognize that name. Or like, I've seen for sale signs with this person. Or like, have, you know, you get more referrals from people because you have a more of a client base. And that feels pretty awesome. I'm also really thankful for this podcast. Um, one of the things that uh, maybe perhaps is not related to the podcast per se, but I've been doing this podcast. This is going to be episode 11, I believe. Um, and I'm actually going to try to trim it down to 20 minutes because I, I did do some studies on the length of podcasts, probably because the amount of things I'm going to talk about are only good enough for 20 minutes anyways. <laughs> I mean, really, that's a tip, right? Uh, apparently, there's a podcast that like talks about like history, and it's like three, four hours. I forgot the name of the person, but like it's got like millions of listens and downloads because it's just so well told, like the story of a history of certain aspect of the world, or animals, whatever it is. And the, the, the whole point of this is that the length of your podcast should be as long as the content you're talking has value. You can't ramble on. And if you're supposed, if you need to talk longer, you should talk longer. However, let's try to keep it down to 20 minutes that maybe like uh, that's a good enough uh, amount of time that people have a chance to listen while they're going for walks and drives and get in their real estate story fix with me. Uh, I'm hoping that it is uh, clear. I'm really working on the ums and ahs, by the way. Uh, I don't know if you noticed and I try to just stop instead of saying um and ah. But anyways, I'm thankful for this podcast. Uh, it feels good. It's fun to retell these stories. Uh, some people listen. I got my first comment last week on uh, Podbeam. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> uh, but it is fun. It is something that's a new element to my business. Um, you know, it's going to take, like, probably a year of doing this to actually, you know, maybe catch a client off this or something. I mean, uh, but... Who cares? Like we're just having fun. We're 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 telling stories. We're p telling people tips about how to be better and how to make things smoother, easier, more fun. How to make more money in their sales and all these wonderful things that uh, you should know when you're trying to buy or sell assets that are the largest assets of your life. 
things that are amazing, right? And one of the things I'm really thankful for is that I've actually, um, I actually have my first two employees uh, in the company. They're both assistants, if you will. One is an assistant for this brand, uh, Duke Realty Homes brand. She does a lot of, she helps me out with a lot of blogging. Um, like we're not talking about like, uh, hey, what do you think of the market? Just things to to keep the audience engaged. Um, and she does a lot of work for me on the side. Eventually, when you have so much work, you can't pers like personally do it all on your own. You gotta hire someone. So uh, May was welcomed to the team about a month and a bit ago. So she's doing a great job. And on the pre-construction side, I actually hired another assistant called Rims. They're both virtually, they're both working out of the Philippines. For those of you guys that uh, have ever thought about having a virtual assistant or assistant in general, this is something that makes a lot of sense for a lot of people, uh, especially the Philippines. I read the book um, about someone that uh, you know has had years and years of experience in this kind of stuff, and he recommended that country as they have a lot of they have a lot of high skill English speaking people with various skills. So you just look for the skills and how much English they speak will vary. Um, you know, for the, both these people, they don't actually need to speak like an like immaculate English, but they do speak quite well. And regard, go, going full circle back to the podcast, I need I knew that I needed to have a better image for the podcast. And uh, Rims, the uh, web designer, uh, he's also does graphic design um, and video editing and stuff like that. Um, so uh, I haven't asked him to edit any of my videos, so please don't tell me that my videos suck yet. <laughs> please uh, give me some time to improve them. However, I sent him some of the details and I said, hey, can you do anything about these images? Put something together for the podcast. He said, yes, sir. And then an hour later, he sent me three different versions and they were really, really nice. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the first one gravitated... Um, I mean, I gravitated towards the first one right away, and then I added it. Um, the only issue I'm having is, like, Apple Podcasts. You guys really are giving me a hard time because every time I try to upload my podcast, which is the only one I, it's not on, it's not on Apple, they keep saying that my image is not, like, perfect to their requirements, and it's giving me a hard time. But you know what? Every single year, every single day, Every single month of my life, I live the entrepreneurial life. There are problems, there are solutions, and there's a lot of fun stuff going on. Owning a business is great. There's lots of challenges. Man, it's been a blast this last year. Man, I had a baby, had grew, grew my brand, doing this podcast. Every month is a new challenge. <laughs> Every day it seems like my kids are challenging, uh, mostly in a fun way. I mean... We had way too much fun with our Batman masks on on Friday. <laughs> I even made a TikTok video on it. Um, I got to figure out how to get more likes on TikTok too. But anyways, that's just <laughs> just the whole sporadic thing. Um, so yeah, it's been a great year. Uh, let me know how your uh, year is going, how your Thanksgiving went, and uh, let me know what awesome stuff you have in store. Maybe you're already thinking about Christmas. I, I did see some Christmas lights the other day on my street. So um, I think I'm going to wait till, think, till Halloween's over before I get on that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, the fall season is slowly here. It is still like 15, 16 outside, so it's not bad. Uh, but happy Halloween, everyone, and uh, see you next week. Cheers.
I guess I should say <laughs> happy Thanksgiving uh, is what I meant to say. However, happy Halloween soon. <laughs> Cheers.